You can't make this up podcast, Kev Nash, DJ Killer Kev. Hey, Dizzle. That's our our in-house producer. And he right. the whole things down. <laughs> we'll, hey, first try, first try. We'll be better next time. Right. <laughs> Episode 337. Factual, factual, <laughs> man. Uh, we're supposed to take uh what at 10 15 slash two o'clock today it got bounced all over the place but we live right now shout out to everybody tuning in on facebook on youtube fellas how was the week uh slow motion man slow motion for the most part uh what happened this week not shit baby shower well not baby shower gender reveals over and done with already kind of Got to start planning the baby shower, just like back to back. Um, no basketball, season's over, so it's just been chill, man. Chill. We got a, I got one real estate transaction I'm working through right now, so kind of just going through. Yeah, need that bread too. These taxes kicking my ass, man. <laughs> did I, you see my? Did you call my guy? No, I didn't call your guy. I didn't, but I did. Uh, I'm doing the professional. I'm not doing it myself. I'm getting. I okay. am getting the professional to take care of it. And I owe. This is the first year that I owe money. I mean, you moving into a new tax bracket. This shit ain't fun, bro. This shit. <laughs> this shit hurt my soul. So, um, so let me ask you this: Did you already file? Nah, man. I'm about. I'm about to. But I've been putting it off. Putting a little aside each paycheck since I found out how much I owe. Um, so I'm probably going to have to file here within the next day or so because the deadline coming up. Yeah. Uh, my guy does free estimates. Just the FYI. Just the FYI. Uh, I don't feel like getting up, bro. Can I hit this nigga up online? He got a link. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, um, they have the Taxes to Go app. So you can send in all your okay. information, get the free estimate. You know what I'm saying? My mom yeah. might need that. My mom on the same yeah. shit. She's like, I owe this year. I gotta figure out what's going on. So she's like, I, I can't do it by myself. It's too much. Yeah. I, I, I know somebody that knows somebody. Yeah, man. Um, I did not owe. I'll just say that. <laughs> I did not owe. And if nice. everybody been listening to the pod, uh, this last 365 days, your boy did get a little pay increase over this uh, last 365. So I did not owe. And that's nice. all I'll say. Nice. Y'all want the plug? Holla at me. DM me. I got the plug. For sure. Right. For sure. Yeah, but Killer that's it, man. Not much, not much on this end. Killer what pop with you this week. Man, nothing, nothing too crazy. Um uh let's see. I know that my fir- my friends that own Edible that I work with, 
they also got some property down in Orlando over the last few months. Um, they had a really, a really big, like six bedroom, five bath, right in the heart, like 15 minutes from Disney type of shit at one of the resorts. And uh, my mom was interested in uh, taking the kids somewhere this year. So the stars aligned and uh, she booked with them. So it was nice oh. to have that relationship with, you know, two of my best friends and then my mom being able to be one of the first people to, to go go see the house and stay in it. But um, that's going down. So the kids is going somewhere this summer. Not on my tab. I'm excited about that. <laughs> I, might, I'm, I might even fly in for a few days and pop up. So uh, other than that, I booked a few gigs. Um, getting ready to go to Columbus uh, this week. I got a gig in Columbus this weekend. And other than that, man, just kids on spring break. So, you know, I got my middle child does the online school. So her spring break is wrapping up where she goes back tomorrow. And then the first and third child are on spring break starting Friday all this week. So mm. my baby's at my mom's living it up, sleeping in the king size, getting four meals a day, not three. <laughs> um, so she's she's uh, over there living it up for the weekend. And I'm sure my oldest will find her way over there, too, because they like to you know go over there and spend some time with them. Because ain't no, ain't no nose at Nana's house. Everybody get what they want. So just a regular week, though. How about you? That's that's dope. No, but uh, you talked about the the Orlando situation. Um, is that an Airbnb? Yeah, yeah. They uh, they they just listed it up. Um, I'll send y'all a link. It's, I think it started about a week or two ago. But it's a really nice house. Got the pool, private pool. Got the you know private uh backyard. You know all that fenced up and really big dope house. So. Send me that link. You know what I'm saying? I'm looking for a vacation this summer. It might have to be in Orlando. You know Definitely. what I'm saying? Definitely. Uh, you mentioned Columbus this upcoming week. Yeah. Well, I was in Columbus this past weekend. Uh, how was that? Oh, what a time to be future, in Columbus. Future, future concert? No, this is better than the future concert. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is, for all my people out there that's old enough to remember how crazy Block Party used to be in Columbus and everything like that, better experience than that better than any time going to the valley dale better than any time i've had going to a club or any restaurant or any shopping experience best time in columbus i've ever had in my entire life even better than when my high school won states when i was in high school in 97 better than that experience hands down the number yeah. one experience i've had in columbus this past weekend so what was the occasion so <laughs> as everybody knows my best friend, a.k.a. Boo That Man, RDP, his son plays football for Centerville, uh, Reggie. And he's been getting recruited by a lot of schools. Uh, you know, UC, Virginia, Virginia Tech, Northwestern, Duke, Pitt, a lot of schools. But a certain university this is for in football? Columbus, Ohio. Yes. A certain university in Columbus, Ohio has been sniffing around a young man for a little while now. <laughs> And uh, you know, I get the get the call from from the from the guy. So I say, yeah, uh, I want y'all to come up to my visit up at Ohio State. I'm like, for sure, for sure, that'd be cool, that'd be awesome. And as everybody knows, I'm a crazy college football fan and even crazier Ohio State Buckeyes fan. So I'm like talking to Reg, like, yo, so what like goes on at these visits? Like, man, you get a tour of the facility, they take pictures, is you get to see practice the whole shebang. I'm like, oh, that's what's up. Hey, <laughs> <ooh>. Sign me up. <laughs> so the 
the wife and I get up there bright and early, 9 a.m. yesterday. Uh, see the facility. We see all the championship trophies. We see all the Heisman trophies. All the guys that are the NFL, they got their jerseys all over the place. They got murals of old coaches. Just the, just the whole shebang. Uh, we watch a, a spring practice with the team in the indoor facility. I'm like, man, this is cool. This is dope. So Lil Reg is off doing meetings with uh, different coaches and stuff like that. And then we have a meeting with the head coach from Ohio State, Coach Ryan Day. We're so when you, say we, when you say yes. we, you're in the mix? I'm in the mix. <laughs> I, I am in the mix. I am in the mix. I, you, I, I am, so you I crazy am unk in the back? Are you Are you tight unk? Are you quiet unk? I'm, like, I'm, what's I'm going quiet on? unk. I'm quiet <laughs> unk. I'm chilling. I'm chilling. I'm letting the parents do the parent thing. You ain't negotiating no deals? Nah, no. Nah, I'm, I'm letting the parents do their thing. I'm letting the brothers do their thing. Me and the wife just really playing in the background, just like in awe of everything up there that they have to offer at the school. Um, and then we have a meeting with Coach Day, and they're chopping it up with Coach Day. He's giving them the spill, poking a little couple jokes with little Reds about the basketball season and yada, yada, yada. And then Coach Day drops the bomb and gives him an official offer from the Ohio State University to be a part That's of the football up. team. That's what's up. Congrats. And I, yeah, man, it was crazy, man. And uh, like I said – I'm not sure if I said it out loud or if I said it on my head after he said it, but I was like, oh shit. Like, <laughs> holy shit. Like, like uh <laughs> I mean, it's just crazy to think like somebody, obviously you know their entire life, uh, all 16 years of it, just got an offer from Ohio State to play football. So it was a great moment for obviously him, you know what I'm saying? Like being in the dream school. Yeah. Uh, his parents and you know for me and my wife just to be a part of it to be there it was super cool and obviously to meet coach day and to be up at a place that i've been rooting for ever since i was born it's just a crazy fan of and actually be in the office of the ohio state football head coach crazy experience got a lot of pictures got some videos and everything like that man so i'm just proud of him he what, what position he play he plays safeties okay okay yeah yeah, man. So I'm super proud of him, man. He definitely earned it, earned it the hard way. And you know what I'm saying? We're going to see what happens next. So so how Uncle Kev going to feel if he make a decision that doesn't involve all state? <laughs> That's what hey, I want like, like I told him, I was like, man, you can go anywhere. I'm going to be rooting for you. I'm going to be rooting for your team, except Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> that is it. That is the only place that I will not be rooted. Hey, hey, man. Right. Like every anywhere else, man, you can go to wherever. You can go to Stanford. You can go to wherever, man. It's it's your decision, man. As long as you happy with the decision, I'm behind you. Except got, for Michigan. We gotta no get Michigan. a little you gotta get a little reg on here once he makes his decision, man. That's that's super dope. Give him my I think I can, I think I can make that happen. Yeah, I would give him my congrats for sure. That's dope. For sure, man. It was crazy, man. It was good times. You man. run into any other uh, sports celebs on a visit? Yeah, man. Um, well, a lot of coaches up there um, and former players. I mean, Brian Hartline, him and I passed each other in the hallway. I had on one of my classic Ohio State jackets. He was like, nice jacket. Go Bucks, like for sure. So, <laughs> um, who else? Um, you was you was fanning out there. You were, yeah. You yeah. supposed to be like you said, cool, calm, and collected. You I got, played, the, you I got the camera cool. out, Ohio State gear already on. Yes, 
<laughs> yes, yes, I was. Look, man, I'm not one of these people like that go on vacation that don't act like they on vacation or I'm too cool to take pictures in front of things at, like in New York and stuff like that. I, I'm getting my pictures. I'm getting <laughs> yeah. like, hey, man, like, let's be real, man. Being recruited by Ohio State ain't like a small thing. And like, yeah. when is the next time I'm going to ever be inside the Woody uh, Athletic Center? Probably never. <laughs> like this is probably my one and only chance to be in there. I'm fanning out, dog. I want to act a fool. I want to act a fool. Now I wasn't running up on folks like, "Hey, man, take a selfie." I was just, you know, taking it all in, checking out everything they had to offer, man. For sure. I've been like, "Coach, ain't no steaks up in here. Where the steaks?" I will say this: shots out to Coach Day. He is a sneakerhead. He had all. He had some Travis Scotts in his office. So I was I'm like, weak. okay. They did okay. that they knew you was coming. <laughs> <laughs> they did their research. Facts. Yeah. Like, they slid in my DMs. They slid on my IG. Like, oh, this guy looks like a sneakerhead. Coach, put these here. He'll, mm-hmm. he'll love it. He'll eat it up. I did. I did. <laughs> I did. That's what's well, so you, had a, you had the best week because me and Killer didn't do nothing. And, like. and normally, y'all the ones that do a whole bunch of stuff. Normally, it's me just super chill mode. Like, so. Oh, I, I left out something big. Mm. So y'all know, y'all know that my wife took care of me on my forty. She mm-hmm. threw a threw a shindig of all shindigs, uh, but she didn't she didn't want that in return. But I still I felt the need to at least match or the price or one up the price. So proud to announce that I'm taking my wife to see U S H E R R A. So Vegas, yeah. Good Ooh. shit. Good yeah, shit. Going. I'm super excited. So we uh, locked everything in on the on the trip, on the on the hotel, on the flight. Got everything locked in. Now we just save, save, save. We're going in June. So it'll be a few weeks after um, her actual birthday. But it's really like the number one thing she wanted to do besides the Beyonce thing. And you know, me and me and Vegas got a love-hate relationship. So I didn't want to go too too long but we ended up going during the week so it's gonna be a nice during the week trip so it's gonna be cool. dope yeah. that is one artist that i haven't seen that i would pay to go see and doing it in vegas that's an experience in its own yeah. well you yeah. definitely gonna have to do it bro because i've seen him killer's about to go see him you gotta do it bro yeah. it's a hell of a show it's a hell of a show for sure and they could be on roller skates now singing on skates right <laughs> I mean that's dope, but uh, the strip club scene is the best. <laughs> and I, I have a friend that knows one of the dancers that's on the tour or in the on the tour with Usher. So I'm hoping to get a backstage visit, a little old state tour. You know what I'm saying? Not hey, too crazy. Hey. Not, not too crazy, but uh, yeah, I'm hoping to get a little birthday dabble experience with, with knowing her. So that's it's crazy sure. you bring that up. So. It's this video floating around of Usher serenading somebody's woman at his, one of his shows. And Usher was like, sorry, player. And then there's the other viral moment where Chris Brown gives this girl a lap dance at one of his shows. And the dude broke up with the girl. Mm. <laughs> Killer. <laughs> you letting your wife on stage? Oh, yeah. She can go turn up. <laughs> go have a good time. You giving her that so she can get you to pass? Is that what? It is? <laughs> yeah, we're we're a team. We're a team out here. So you know, <laughs> whatever it takes to make the team better. That's we're what's a up. Team out here. <laughs> now, that's a, that's a good way to think about it. I think I'm the same way. Yeah. 
the the serenading fine uh, that 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 Chris Brown lap dance. I don't know about that, Playboy. Don't know about that. You, you run on stage and stop it. I, I, ain't, I ain't say that. I ain't stupid. I ain't about to get my ass kicked. But you know, I, <laughs> nah. So that's gonna be my one up because I'm a, I'm gonna book every Coco Jones ticket until I get on stage. So <laughs> it's, it's all it's all good. Front row with pick me. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. That's what's up, man. All right, man. It's sports talk time, man. Uh, where do we want to start, man? Let's start with a good fave. Ben Simmons. What's up with Ben Simmons, mm-hmm. fellas? Retire. He needs to retire, man. His heart, his, his heart ain't in it. This is what it is. He ain't happy playing the game no more. I understand. Quit. It's okay. You up. You up M's. You young. You'll be all right. You don't got to play basketball. And that's real. He don't, he don't got to play basketball no more. If he don't want to, his body's shutting down. The, uh, he had back problems when he got traded. Those are those have been lingering. Mental state ain't there. It's just time to hang it up, bro. Uh, he's allegedly dealing with a nerve situation in his back. He's gonna be out indefinitely for the Nets, and we just stuck in limbo yet again with Ben Simmons. Didn't he initially get hurt in the knee when he went out? I thought his knee was messed up. That my neck, my back. My Everything. ankle, my wrist. <laughs> yeah, time to sit down. Time to sit down. <laughs> and he left uh, Clutch Sports, too. Mm. I don't see any team really uh, trying to trying to go grab him. You know, he hasn't proven to be reliable in any way. Uh, it's time. If he don't want to play, don't play, bro. That's how That's- I feel. This will hit it on the head like this. You can't tell me people that are actively trying to make it to the NBA when you put in their tape and his tape of actively what's happened over the last few years. You can't tell me that he deserved that spot. Like he ain't putting nothing on tape. He ain't putting nothing. He, he barely he, he barely put the ball back on rebound. So it's, yeah. it's there's, there's nothing there's nothing out there that says hey, time Ben. So at this point, man, yeah, it's time to start a new career path. You got the bread to do whatever you want, brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's mentally broken, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, he needs to just reevaluate what he wants to do with his life because basketball and him just ain't vibing right now for whatever reason. So, it's it's crazy. Uh, other basketball news. Jay Williams says John Morant should have been see, uh, suspended for the entire NBA season and the NBA missed the mark on his, what, 10-game suspension? I don't know about the whole season, but I I, I feel him on the – I said this last week. I don't feel the whole we, – we, you've been sitting out five. We're going to serve eight. You back next week, buddy. <laughs> so, like, the whole announcement of what was happening, the whole I went and got help, I went to – like, all that takes a little time, and I don't know. It just felt like it was kind of like an, an expedient process on trying to close this case. So. <laughs> I hey he I still don't think he did he didn't do really much showing the gun for one second eight game suspension that seems that seems fair because <laughs> he didn't he didn't hurt nobody he wasn't pointing it at nobody just a, a stupid mistake you know what I'm saying <laughs> yeah but I think that's just the 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 what did they call that the straw that broke the camel's back from the alleged 
the situation that went down at the mall with his mom involving guns, the alleged incident going on with the 17-year-old involving guns, and then the Pacers situation involving guns. It's like that's four times his name is connected to guns. And I think something needed to happen. It was it that, I'm not sure. And as far as him being suspended for the rest of the season, I don't think that's necessary because he went to go get therapy uh, and everything like that. And let's keep it real. Like if any of us have to go do therapy or do marriage counseling, guess what? We still go back to work. Like we go do the therapy and we at work the next day. It's just so that his job is on national TV every single night. So I think you can do both. Like everybody can do both. Everybody acts like you're going to do one thing at a time. You can continue to get counseling for depression, uh, anxiety, whatever issues you're dealing with, you can do that and go to work. So, like, I hope that's what he's doing. I hope he's continuing to go get the help that he said he needed, get that help, and also go back to work. And his job is putting the ball in the hole. And let's keep it a buck. This nigga the face, about to be the face of the league. So they not about to, you know, milk this out when, like I said, it really wasn't a big deal. It's about to be playoff time. His first game back, he already making new highlights, put somebody on a poster. They need him back in the league. They need so, y'all. My question is, if you like uh, down the road, something happened that's on the, uh, another level of where the John Moran issues have been, do they pile all this up and put this in the soup and say, we should have did more, da, 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 or, or is it like a new crime, a new time? Because I feel like He's already set his bed on any future, you know, discipline that comes down. If he has something crazy happen, it's gonna be gotta be it's gonna be a lot of games. He gotta be squeaky clean for extended period of time that just can kind of like go away. Because like when you do something like this, it always sticks to you, no matter what. You gotta be squeaky clean for I don't know, five straight years. Before, like, people like, well, that was young, real early in his career. And I do think Jod will learn from this. I mean, we've seen tons of former NBA players have incidents and realize their wrongs and realize, like, all right, man, I can't do X, Y, and Z. I'm not just a kid. I'm not just a regular person out here. I am a superstar of the league, like Allen Iverson or Mello with the Stop Snitching video. I can't associate with certain people. I can't go back to certain neighborhoods. I got to kind of, like, for lack of a better word, bring the party to me as opposed to going to the party. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Playoffs time come around. No, they, they know they need job, man. That's a human highlight reel. Every game, Uh young budding star, new shoe deal. Eight games was enough. He'll be all right. <laughs> he better be all right. right. Slam ball. Do y'all remember slam ball? Barely. I need a refresher. Barely. I barely remember Man. it. Like, I barely – was that the whole – everybody jumping on trampoline the trampoline? Trampoline basketball, yeah. Like that NBA, was my shit. NBA that, jams, basically. I, I don't even remember what channel it came on. Was it wasn't – was it MTV or uh, was it like – I thought uh, it was TBS. Spike. It was like Spike ah, TV yeah, or some yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. It was Spike. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, yes, yes. I yes. never watched Spike, but I definitely watched Slam Ball, man. I, <laughs> classic sports like i don't even know how long it was on but i definitely remember growing up watching that shit i could never really jump on a trampoline let alone tackling in midair like <laughs> super poster dunks like i'm excited i'm gonna definitely watch the uh return when is it uh 
Did they say when it's coming back? It's coming. It's coming back in July uh, in Vegas. In Vegas, no less in July. So it's gonna be six weeks of that of the regular season, and then one week of playoffs. So Slam Ball is coming back. I'm definitely gonna watch it for sure. And this is something where even if you don't watch it, you gonna see some highlights on Instagram and Twitter. Mm-hmm. They gonna have some viral moments where somebody get knocked out or <laughs> 360 poster or something. Yeah. Niggas out there with mouthpieces playing basketball and shoulder pads, nigga. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's basketball and football at the same damn time. Yeah. Extreme. Probably for me, the biggest news to come out of the sports realm this week was Jalen Brown potentially wanting out of Boston. Did y'all read the article? Um, I, I saw, yeah, I saw some of the quotes. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, They've been trying to break up that duo for a while now. Uh, if they don't win the championship this year, I can definitely see him trying to do his own thing somewhere else. Man, I, I love some of the things that he was saying. And a lot of the things that he was talking about aren't new. These aren't new things. These are things that Bill Russell was dealing with back in the 50s and 60s. Uh, mm-hmm. Talking about the fan base. And I, just like any other fan base, they love you when you're winning. But if you lose, they hate you. But like some of the vile things that are said to him on social media and a lot of his uh, takes on politics and things of that nature, like get him a ton of backlash from the fan base. And not only that, the things about the Celtics organization, you know, their Celtics approved charities. Um, One of the things that he wanted to do was work in the Roxbury area of Boston. Um, Like that's the area that New Edition comes from and like it's the projects or whatever, low income housing, yada, yada, yada. And, like, they were telling him, like, well, we have Celtics-approved uh, charities that you can be involved in, like the YMCA, <laughs> the YMCA in the suburbs, as opposed to, you know what I'm saying, the inner city and things like that. So, like, that kind of rubs in the wrong way. Not to mention they try to trade him for Anthony Davis and Kevin Durant. So, like, it's a lot mm-hmm. of friction that seems to be going on. I, I, they try to make it a friction between Jalen Brown and, uh, and Tatum, which I don't think that's the friction. I think it's the friction – between Brown, the city, and the organization more than anything. Yeah, I just watched probably in the last two weeks, uh, Bill Russell has a good doc on Netflix, and he's just kind of talking about the whole fan base and things that he went through coming up as, you know, in that time and space and being in a city like Boston. And to hear kind of the story about that fan base and then to hear 40 years later – some of the same kind of stories lying tied in with Jalen. It, it, I can see how you know somebody, somebody like the union president of the NBA, right, <laughs> want to be somewhere else where he feel a little more appreciated. So, so I, don't, I mean, I think it's, I think it's good for it. You know, Bernice coming wherever he go though. Bernice Burgo, say that her name. Oh, that's his. Oh. That's, that's his girl, ain't it? Allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> I mean, damn, like, ain't she twice his age? Yeah, I, I aging like fine wine. He's he close to the daughter's age, and he's the daughter's stepdaddy right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> now, him, that's that's somebody uh, like we don't really know their true potential right now because he is playing second fiddle to Jason Tatum. So, wherever he gonna go, if he's that primary option, man, we're gonna see something shake. Sure. Mm-hmm. I think he got the potential to do it, but you know, Celtics, right? Like I said, it's championship or bust right now. 
They've, man. they've been in that position too many times to not come away with one. Yeah, I mean, shoot, Giannis and the Bucks then turned it up a notch. Mm-hmm. Now they in the number one spot. Celtics in the two spot. Uh, 76ers in the three spot. Cavs, they're rocking that number four right now. Probably going to play the Knicks in the first round. It's about to be an epic playoff battle for sure. And, like, it's wide open in the West. Look like uh, the Lakers is going to make it. Um, do you still want LeBron not to play? You want him out of here? You, I, I know you're a huge Ooh. fan. You! Last week's pod! You was Who needs him? Who needs LeBron? LeBron? I said... <laughs> I just the, you, are you watching? Are y'all watching the games? I have not seen uh like actually the Lakers haven't been coming on TV for for a change, so I have not seen the Lakers, but I've seen their winning. Killer, you've been watching? <sighs> Hit or miss, probably like one or two once once a week. I'll I'll, I'll be up that late. Most of the time I'm asleep. Oh yeah, it means the late games, but the <laughs> ball moves so much more without LeBron. Uh, yeah, and yeah, it it. It's almost frustrating watching them play because fair, fair, fair. Just, he'll dribble fair. the ball. He'll dribble the ball out. He'll dribble the ball out, and nothing's happening. Anthony Davis will get lost in the sauce, like he's not doing his thing. At least without LeBron, it's a known fact. Like we feeding Anthony Davis. Austin Reeves can cook. Like these folks is not spot up shooters. They're not catch and shoot players so i mean that's what they have to be when lebron comes back but we're gonna see i like where the teams i like what they're looking like now um but yeah i'm hopeful i'm hopeful answer the question what was your question lebron (laughs) needs to i'm I'm ready for lebron to come back he needs to come back okay okay well you know you know that that when lebron comes back it is the lebron james offense right we're gonna see he's not (laughs) conforming dude we he gonna Hey, if he don't conform, if if we're winning, fine. If they're losing and it looked like it's because of LeBron, I'm going to be the first one to call him out, bro. <laughs> LeBron James is not conforming. And, nah. and LeBron James should not conform. They need to play better around him, not the other way around. At age know. 40, how old is he? So it can't be, hey, man, LeBron James, one of the best players in the league to the, at 40 years old, but when he come back, hey, man, LeBron, you need to take a step back. Can't have it both ways. If he one of the best players in the league, they need to get on his back and run the offense that he want to run. You're not bringing LeBron James back to not be LeBron James. I feel you, man. I just hope they, they got to win. If they're not winning, something got to change. I enjoyed that, okay. watching that on my big screen. Hey! We on <laughs> TV, mama, we made it. <laughs> facts, facts, facts. We live on YouTube. Shout out to everybody checking us out on YouTube, if there's anyone. I don't feel, I don't know. But shout out, shout out to anybody checking us out. Salute, salute, salute. <laughs> All right, man. Hip-hop talk. This, this, I don't know how this came up. I don't know where this came from. I did see it on social media. Y'all brought it to the table as well. DJ Envy said 50 Cent can beat Lil Wayne in a versus battle. Uh, Killer, what do you think? Negative. And 50's my guy. I just told y'all last week how important Get Rich or Die Trying means to me. But uh, Get Rich or Die Trying, I don't know if it uh, stands up to all the Carters that's out. <laughs> yeah. I, 
I can remember in my in my twenties having uh, we had MP3 CDs, Dizzle, that you could load up with uh, hundreds <laughs> of songs, not just the twenty they normally could squeeze in there. So I think I had Carter one, two, and three all on one MP3 CD, and that was my like ride CD of choice in the car. So I, I just thought the the fourteen uh, year old rapper to forty one, like he's been rapping twenty five years. Come on, man. I don't know. That's a lot of music. That's an easy one. I I don't even know. I think uh, they DJ Envy's from Queens and Fifties from Queens, so I can understand the hometown trying to go with your hometown dude. But nah, it's, it's not even close, man. Lil Wayne. If we're talking the twenty best songs, I know Fifty Cent got some hits. He got some heavy hitters. I don't know if he got twenty. You don't think twenty hits? <laughs> Like real, real hits. <laughs> Fifty cent. He got twenty like ba- like real banger hits. We don't have to we don't have to break that down one day because I don't know. How if many you think he got? I mean, about ten or fifteen. I don't know. Kev, you you making faces? What you what you got to say? Right, man, now, boss? now, now. <laughs> Dizzle, I agree with you a lot on this topic. Envy's from Queens, hometown cooking. He's he's going to ride for his guy. I mean, he makes money with 50 Cent. You know what I'm saying? They got a TV show getting ready to come out together. So he better be riding for 50 Cent for sure. He helping this man get money, keep food on the table. Envy got a lot of kids he got to feed. So you, you better be saying that on the radio. Killer. I mm-hmm. You think that 50 ain't got 20? I'm scrolling through the list of songs. I Get Rich or Die Trying is 20 by itself. Now, are those 20 better than Wayne's 20? No. I think in a 20-20 versus battle between 50 and Wayne, Wayne would win. Mm -hmm. But I don't think it's going to be a clear sweep. And one of the biggest problems for 50 is potentially his biggest song in the club gets played on every radio station at least three times a week. So it doesn't have that nostalgic feeling because we hear it all the time. You go out to any club and somebody celebrating a birthday, somebody they're gonna drop go shorty it's a birthday. Like so, it doesn't give you the feels ever because you're you've never not heard it for the last twenty plus years. Mm-hmm. It never like kind of went away and then it came back. You know what I'm saying? So that's a problem for Fifty. But I do believe Fifty will give Wayne a run for his money with twenty songs. Now, if we expand it past 20 songs, yes, it's a beatdown. But just <laughs> 20 songs, 20 songs, your best 20 songs, 50 Cent has a chance. I will still rub Wayne, but he will have a chance. Yeah, it's not a lot of folks even in the conversation with Lil Wayne, to be honest. As many hits as he got, sheesh. And the more I look at it, you might be right, Killer, Fit or 20 hits. Like, uh... like True Blue Hits. I don't. He might have like say he might be a couple short, like three or three or four short to have a full solid twenty. Cause like like you said, kid, he gonna be digging in that Get Rich or Die Trying album for twelve of them motherfuckers, and that's <laughs> that's gonna get real boring in the verses. <laughs> that I mean, he got got features as well. Got features as well. I mean, okay. shit, the nigga got. I mean. Big Rich Town, he break that motherfucker out. Nigga. <laughs> I'm just saying, nigga. I'm just saying that 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 would ring out as well, man. So, I mean, it'll never happen. 
Right. 50 Cent is also one of those guys that is never going to do a versus battle, so it'll never happen. But yeah. definitely good conversation to talk about, man. All right, man, it's week three. Week three of the 50 Greatest Hip-Hop Songs nominations list. Who's up first this week? Why don't, why don't you go first? You you uh, you kind of go with the theme. I'm, what, what's your theme this week? Oh, man, let me find. Uh, see, and that is why I have a theme, because I always kind of, like, see where y'all go. And if y'all, like, quote-unquote, steal one of mine, I can go switch to another theme. <laughs> but you know what? I'm going to go ahead and get these off right now. I'm going to get, because I'm I'm confident. Nope, 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 nope. I'm going to do that later. All right. <laughs> I'm going to go with these. I got a list. I got a list, bro. I got a list. So I'm going to go to the great year of 1997, the year I graduated <sighs> from high school, and we got some smackers on here. We got some smackers. You're going to take one of my songs. I know you are. You, you already know. I. That's why you better have backups, my G. What am going to start with the L from the name of the group? No. Okay. <laughs> Woo. All right. We're good. So number one for me uh, this week that I'm nominating is a group called Camp Low. Now they mm. had a great classic album. Uh, it, the, the artwork was crazy. And they go a little something like this. For people not in the know, Lucini, This Is It, Camp Low, absolute classic song from 1997. Straight banger to this day. How you spell Lucini? Uh, huh? <laughs> I said, how you spell Lucini? Hey, man, that's a good question. <laughs> that's a great question. I'm trying to put it in my note. <laughs> <laughs> then I'm going to go ahead and roll with a guy that we all, all know and love. Got a whole, got a whole lot of kids. <laughs> Nick Cannon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this was my theme song. I know this song word for word. Uh, I actually used to work at a country club when I was in high school when this came out. And every single day after school on my way there, I would play this song. Puff and Mace, Can't Nobody Hold Me Down. Love that song to this day. Classic album, also, uh, No Way Out by Puff and the Family. Banger okay. to this day. And then my final nomination for this week comes from one of the most animated rappers of all time. Probably the best music video of all time. Mimicking Coming to America. Of course, I'm talking about. Okay. That's my shit. Buster Rhymes, put your hands where my eyes can see. So, to recap, the great year in 1997. Camp Low, Lucini, a.k.a. This Is It. Puff and Mace, can't nobody hold me down. Buster Rhymes, put your hands where my eyes can see. Okay, nice. okay. Nice. That was Killer. a good year for you, Kev. That was a good absolutely, year. Absolutely, absolutely. That was a good year. Killer. All right. So, for me, I kind of went to... Uh, kind of went over my DJ career and kind of went back to some of the songs I remember that would carry the weight night in and night out that still carry the weight today. So for week three for me, I got to start out with uh, Down For My Niggas. Oh. That, that, uh, that is a song for me that uh, just, I, I can't ever get away from it. I love it. It's a, 
classic, classic, classic jam. Can't and, play uh, it at the club. That's you can. You just gotta play at the right time. Okay, okay. Mother. I love the clean. I love the clean version. Touch them other hitters because I'm down <laughs> for my hitters. <laughs> so, yeah, I ride for my hitters. Man, another them other another hitters. Snoop Dogg classic. But uh, mm-hmm. that's number Steve one. Murder. Number two, I had to go to one of my favorite rappers of all time. He has to be on this list, and that would be Mr. King of the South Ti with Rubber Band Man. Mm. Rubber band man is uh that's a lot of my military mm. time and just those 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 songs are near and dear. And then I would have to say for the last one for this week, I am going to go with Looney's I Got Five All Day. Ooh. Those yeah, those three songs, <laughs> those three songs uh stood the chant test of time then and are still today. Okay. Oh, let's see what we're doing. We cooking. We cooking. We cooking. We cooking. Let me see what I got. Let me see what I got, man. And you got you keeping track still? You you yep. I'm putting them in the notes right now. Okay. So the list is the list is coming together nicely, might I add. But this is a classic. Marshall. Yeah. And I know a couple people is about to be sampling this coming soon. I've already heard little snippets, man. They should just lead us along. Wow. This is Eminem's video man. fire. Like everything about that is classic. It, that should have made classic. my story rap list. That yeah. should have made my story yeah. rap list. Good pull. Good pull. It's one sure. of those Eminem stand. Um, I don't know why when this first came out, I, I I mean I was young, but this shit hit a little different now, man. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, man. Don't let me get the freeway verse that going. Stole it. He stole one of my my banger hits. I have a I have a category called Rockefeller minus Jay Z, and that's part of it. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I I mean I don't. Without that song, I mean, there's gonna be a very light, light work without that one. But that's a great pull for sure. That's so. classic verse. What we do is wrong. Yeah. I'm up. And I'm gonna take it back, a little back. I think I don't know if this is '97. Wait, what's the name? You, you never announced the name of the song too. You just oh, played it. Uh, freeway. Uh, what we do. What we do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I don't know what year this joint is. This still oh! gets mad burn. This still gets mad play. So what's the what's the what's the scenario? I, I got I got I need I need some runway. I need some runway, man. <laughs> I, not, not only am I blown away that Dizzle grabbed the greatest the greatest crew song of all time. Not group, mm-hmm. but crew. It's a difference between a rap group and a rap crew. A rap crew and that one specifically. You know, the native tongues, part of the native tongues was Trial Call Quest and Leaders of the New School. And if you YouTube the performance that they had on Arsenio Hall back in the day, you will see the birth of Buster Rhymes. Like Buster Rhymes was not going to say just a guy, but he was a part of a group and like he really didn't stand out. But there's a performance on the Arsenio Hall show and Buster Rhymes has on a Dr. Seuss hat. And (laughs) when they perform that song together... That was the birth of the Buster Rhymes that we all know and love today. And that song, 
absolutely fire. Know it from front Classic. to back. And I know the remix with Kid Hood from front to back. R.I.P. Kid Hood. Absolutely blown away that Dizzle even knows that song. But salute. Come on, man. Come hey, on. Hey, 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 hey. My salute. list fired. My, I like my list. Hey, I and I also must ask y'all, man, looking at this list, man, this shit is, we're getting down to crunch time. We only got like seven more weeks left of nominations. Yeah. So we have so 27 I, I, songs already. Yeah, yeah. And then after we go to 10 weeks of nominations, then that's where we start slicing and dicing songs going to have to go. Uh, I already, already this is going to be difficult. And we ain't even got mm -hmm. all the whole list, the nominations up yet, man. So uh, yeah. keep it coming, man. And uh, obviously, man, people that listen to the pod that y'all know on a personal level, Adam hit y'all up for nomination suggestions, man. But uh, it's about to get real, man. Next week, going to be even crazier. <laughs> I, I got I got some shit. I got, I'm about to readjust my list, but yeah, because <laughs> because two of them got stolen to death. <laughs> I like that though. I like that though for yeah, sure, man. Sure. All right, man. Where we at, man? Where we at? We, we our, got some our, TV talk. We got some. I, I think we on the TV talk. Y'all, did y'all watch the? Did we even talk about power last let's, week? Let's get that out. Yeah, we talked about it. We talked about. It. We talked about episode one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your your girl lived. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Y'all, y'all watch the second episode? Yes. What y'all feel? What y'all think? I, I still got nine minutes left. I, I didn't get. To, I didn't get oh, the oh, then. then I can't say nothing because that's where it happens. Damn. <laughs> Go we can spoil it. We can spoil it because at this point, man. I'm uh oh. Uh oh. It's happening. It's so, happening. So what do you think? Might have happened at the end of that episode. Situation. Good question. Good question. I have no idea. I, I just finished watching the one of the dudes get jumped. He got spray painted on his back. I don't even know who, was, who hit him. <laughs> was was Kane on his mission to find the killer? Kane is is no, not yet. But I, I'm figuring out that he's about to find out that the light skinned dad killed the son nephew. <laughs> Son, nephew. Well, I don't know none of these people's names, bro. That's a part. That's a part of why it's starting to get weird for me. Because I don't know Zeke. 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 Yeah. <sighs> Zeke. Kane. Uh, Lorenzo. Lorenzo's the pops. Kane is the older brother. Uh, Drew. Drew is the Drew. Middle brother. Drew is the middle brother. Uh, Diana is the sister. Uh, Tariq obviously Brayden, his boy. Uh, um, <laughs> goddamn, Effie, the girlfriend. Oh, I know Effie, I remember her. <laughs> <laughs> you know, all the female characters got it, got yeah. it, got it. no problem. No I don't problem. know, man. It's, it's just, it's just, I don't know. Talk about no. it, talk about say it, say it. I'm watching it through a different lens now that I've like BMF is as a joke to me. Now I'm kind of it's leaning towards power as well, man. I don't know if it's the writing, the acting is much better on power, but I think the storyline is just getting stale, bro. I'm, it's stale. I actually like it. I actually, I'm actually cool with power. I, I think I think power. Um, they are starting to dig into who. You know who who was running this ship and who's the kingpin and you got they've been they've been slowly putting together the police side of it and I think now with kind of like there was some closure to the Monet we've been seeing for the last you know just I guess one episode but 
I, I think moving forward, it, it's going to pick up on it. And I, I think out of the storylines that's happening, I, I like what you said, the acting on power better. So I think it, it's, <laughs> it's still okay. It, it still hasn't crossed over into like the Jesus, what is this? So yeah, so it's getting there though. It, it has, it, it, it's slowly becoming to where it, the oversaturation of 50 is becoming a thing. But uh, I'm still supporting it and I still can't stop watching it. I'm a fox with the show because I still enjoy the show. Uh, it is full <laughs> stories like uh, Young and the Restless or the Soaps, whatever y'all call it. It is transitioning into full that mode right now, which is cool. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It serves a purpose. Um, but I also was talking to my one dude about BMF. I was like, basically brought the conversation we had last week about the season finale or whatever. They got to step it up and not step it up strictly on the writing and storyline because we're going to talk about this later with uh, Snowfall. There's been a lot of stuff in Snowfall that storyline just doesn't add up or it's just not really that great. But the acting carries it. The mm-hmm. acting like, all right, man, you're such a good actor. Fuck it. You like, I'm, I believe it. So I'm with you, Dizzle. BMF got to step it up or it's Nah, I'm I'm done with BMF. I'm not watching the next season of BMF. Power, I'm gonna stick with. Uh, but it's just like, for one, Tariq don't got a car. I ain't never seen that <laughs> nigga behind the wheel. Yeah, that's, definitely, that's definitely been a conversation between me and the wife uh, for the last like two seasons. Like this nigga be bouncing from upstate New York to Manhattan in a blink of an eye. Right. And then first episode, they killed the dude in the penthouse. <laughs> With a butter knife. With a butter knife. What did they, they never did it, what they do with his body? Like they just they, they disposed it. Like they, they never even talked about that part. That kind of was just okay. So now you could just kill people and we're never gonna come back to that. It's early. It's only episode two. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then they the girl, to go ahead. I was about to say the girl came back. Okay, we thought uh what's her name? Was it Lauren? We thought Lauren was yeah. dead. In the first season, but now I know unless we see these niggas literally buried, they can always come back. Yeah, yeah I, this might be uh, past y'all time with uh, younger uh, stories or whatever. But uh, this show called uh, Dallas way back in the day, they had an episode called Who Shot Jr. And the famous guy Jr. Union gets shot and everybody like wants to know who shot him or whatever and basically survives. So basically saying like, hey, man, not even the main character is ever going to die. And that kind of like talks to your point about, hey, man, we got to see major characters die in order for us to still be invested. Because if you're basically invincible, why am I watching? Mm-hmm. I'm almost over it, man. <laughs> I'm invested. This is what season three. I'm going to watch season three. And we we gonna see how this goes, but they Fifty Cent is on thin ice right now. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this: they drop them at the right times. You drop these shows in the winter time because let's be real, ain't nobody going outside in the winter. You better never drop one of these in the summer. Yeah, because if we got competition, I'm not watching. And competition being sunlight, daylight. Yeah. Fun activities outside, it's gonna be a wrap. So mm-hmm. you better keep dropping these shits in like October, <laughs> February, when it's still a little cold outside and everything like that. But it's still entertaining, 
Um, obviously, the social media reaction is always super funny. So I don't I don't necessarily believe like that's how you really should be trying to carry your show as uh, off of social media. I think you should be trying to produce a better show. I think we're starting to see the importance of the a real creator, Courtney Kemp. Like she's an executive producer, but she's not pinning these stories no more. You know what I'm saying? She's not the showrunner anymore for all these shows. So we're starting to see like the shit falter a little bit in storyline and, and things of that nature. I'm still invested in it and we're gonna see where it go, man. Yeah, man. We gotta talk about the other show. Oh Mr. Oh. Mr. Cleo himself, Kev Nash, with the <laughs> with the with the call of all calls. Yeah, Cleo, I think this was around week three. I think you called. Uh, you called it, brother. You called. Yeah, it. yeah, man. Um, I I won't say this is a cheat, but I watch a lot of TV. I watch a lot of TV and a lot of movies, and I just know that they set you up to hurt your feelings. Mm-hmm. I think, without a doubt, Unk was everybody's favorite character. Like, obviously, you're not going to kill Franklin, like, now with, uh, like, so many episodes to go. We kind of all, like, feel a type of way about Aunt Louie. So for us to really be hitting the feels, it's got to take out a major character that we all care about. His mom we care about, but she's not a major, major character. Unk, major character. And I just had that feeling, man. I just had that feeling like they were setting up to be taken out and like you were saying for the longest Dizzle, Unk never wanted to do this. He Mm -hmm. only did this because his wife Louie wanted to be involved or got involved with Franklin doing it. He never wanted to do this and he paid the ultimate price. Yeah, I think he was the only true level of reason throughout the show. Like any of the uh, like trouble that they was getting in it was literally unk was warning them don't fuck with the mexicans you know what i'm saying like <laughs> early on yeah yeah and stay away from the mexicans and that turned into an issue um but nah r.i.p shots to our in-house producer for the for the for the r.i.p uh video portrait <laughs> <The> tribute yeah <laughs> we're the bitch I, I forgot about where the bitch is at yeah, what a journey, set of bitches. Mr. Mr. Squabble himself. I have uh, was looking for little clips on YouTube. There are a ton of... <laughs> Nigga, I could watch this shit for hours, bruh. Uncle's yeah. Funniest Moments. He got a few of those. I mean, millions, millions. I mean, <laughs> it was a couple from this past episode, man. Yeah. When they actually... uh, When he has... um, When he shows up to the warehouse... And he just see Franklin, bitch, nigga, just like off the <laughs> rip. Like, God damn, nigga. Like, but like, Uh-oh. man, it's just all bad. It was just all bad. And what did y'all think about the pimp dude that was about to rape Aunt Louie? Uh, had to Google him. Didn't know that that was uh, Paige Kennedy. I'm not sure if I'm carrying the load here. Really? Nope. Yeah. <laughs> Paige did Kennedy. Not- um, I forgot. I, I've was introduced to him through social media. Uh, look like Killer is buffering. So, uh, seen him through social media. I think he's on. Uh, what's that? What's a Mike Epps show on Netflix? Mm-hmm. But a comedian didn't even recognize him until I'm like, "Yo, is that?" Had to Google it, and it and it was Paige Kennedy. So he now he played the role great. Didn't even recognize him. 
didn't sound like him. But uh, yeah, man, it, it was crazy. I thought she, shit, I thought she was gonna be a goner. Man, listen, listen, they was about to run the gangbang train on her, and that was about to end up very bad. And I mean, you you look at Franklin when he's leaving the warehouse and everything like that. He tells her, "Pray for a slow death," and he leaves, and he. And then he kind of comes to a sense of like, hey, we we going through it. She trying to kill me. I'm trying to kill her, but not like this. Like, not like this. And that's when he called in the, the cavalry to try to go save her and everything like that. It was just it was just sad, man. I as for the dude that played the pimp, I, I thought about um um was from Belly. I don't like that shit. I don't like that shit. Mm-hmm. That dude, that's who he reminded me of. Uh Brought some levity to to the show, some some comedic elements because I'm sure there's gonna be some funny clips that people can break from that man. But ultimately, he got blasted with the shotty. So so Franklin, of course, was sad that Unc died and essentially helped Louis in this situation. But he's also the one that told the uh, the niggas where she was gonna be horseback riding. Like I think it was the previous episode where he looked right. at the horse on the TV. Literally mm-hmm. dropped the spot. So what kind of flip-flop shit is that? You tell them where she at, they get her, and now you helping her? I Did think you, I'm not... That don't make no sense to me. It doesn't, but I think that, like, it was more for Unk than her. Like, he thinking, like, man... Like, even, like, when he had got into it with Unk at the restaurant, when he... Slapped him and then backhanded, <laughs> and he couldn't pull the trigger, even though they going through it. Like I think he would more or less did that for Unc. Like, look, I can't let her die like this type of situation. But you're right. Like, damn, it's just just sticky situation, man. So and, are you? Go ahead. I was about to say, are you sticking with your same prediction? Are you are you thinking that now that Unc is gone, Louie and Franklin gonna somehow band together and, and figure this shit out, or are they still at odds? I, I this is a perfect opportunity for Louie to team up with Teddy to get Franklin. Because she gonna blame him regardless. She gonna blame him for what happened. Ooh. She's gonna blame him. No doubt about it. She's going to blame him for what happens. But she's not going to put none of the onus on herself. She's not going to say, oh, man, my husband came to me crying, talking about let's get out the game. Let's go away to Jamaica. She's going to forget about all that shit. All she's going to think is, how the hell did they find out I rode horses? The only people that know I rode horses was Franklin and uh, and Jerome. Obviously, Jerome didn't do it. Franklin told him where he's at. And all this is a domino effect. So I... I'm I'm fearful that she's gonna link up with Teddy now. Like actually Oof. seeing it play out, I'm fearful of that. And then we got Teddy showing up to uh, Ruben's crib, talking that talk like, "Hey man, get out of Dodge. You and your boyfriend get up out of here, or I'm gonna kill you." Right. I don't know how that's gonna work out. Um, how many episodes? We got what? Four episodes left. Four. Four till it's all set. <sighs> to wrap this bitch up. I'm thinking that this next episode is 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 on ten from here on out. You got four episodes left. You ended the last one with a a super bang, R.I.P. to Unk. It only it's only craziness from here on out. I got a prediction. I say 
this is a setup episode. I, I think this is going to be more chill, kind of like setting things up, and then that will be episode eight and nine is just bloodshed. Mm. And Gustavo already trying to give Franklin the info for Teddy to set him up to kill him because he's trying to get the fake passports and shit to get him and the fam about to dodge. He going through it with the CIA shit. Mm-hmm. Gustavo in a bad spot right now, and I don't think Gustavo gonna make it past. The, I think Gustavo gone episode eight. You on point when you be calling them out. So is is Gustavo the next to go? Gustavo next to go, bro. Like ain't no way he making it out this shit. This nah. nigga with the CIA, he with 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 Teddy and them. He with the other bald head white man, the fucking Ruben dude on his ass. Yeah, he got three motherfuckers on him. He yeah. is donezo. That's why he tried to get out of the country, and I don't think he gonna make it. He ain't gonna make it, nah. And then he we still got not uh, gonna make it. What's that nigga name? The big swole dude from the uh from the projects. Dion. Dion still coming for for Leon. Like that shit ain't over either. Oh shit. Yeah, it's it's craziness, man. Four it's episodes to go though. Four to go. I I. I think these next, like I said, the next episode kind of like set up and then eight and nine, whole bunch of bloodshed. And then I think 10 is kind of going to be like, what happened type of thing. I think the most of the violence is going down at eight and nine. And then we probably kind of get a recap or where they are now type of situation in episode 10. But Gustavo, mm. you on deck, bro. You next up. Killing you, you missed or you yeah, came right I, back. I don't know. I don't know what happened. <laughs> yeah. I, my, my laptop is still sitting here saying sight can't be reached. I'm on the cell phone now. So, but I heard the Gustavo shit. That was my guy. I think he's done so. I think he is done so because he's trying to get the family out of Dodge. He's trying to get behind, you know, do something terrible to Teddy. That don't add up because Teddy would be in your shit before you be in your <laughs> shit. So. That's- Man, it's it's real in the field, man. It's definitely real, man. I damn that show so good, man. Yeah, I'm gonna mm-hmm. miss that show. Yeah, man. We down to the last of the last, man. All right, man. Some couple couple quick hitters before we slide up out of here, man. Takashi six nine got his ass beat in mm-hmm. an LA fitness bathroom. That's your boy, Dizzle. That is not my boy. <laughs> <laughs> That's not my boy. Nah, man. Uh I'm honestly surprised it took this long. I mean, he been out free for what three years now? Has it been and that long? Has it? It might have been like maybe two years. It's been a, a year or so. It's been longer than a year. Yeah. Wow. Um, but yeah, I mean, he wasn't with no security. Looked like he was just for one. I think he was working out in a bubble coat. Um, <laughs> he was in the sauna. He was in the sauna getting his sweat on. Hey, was he not on the stairmaster in a big bubble coat? They said he was in the sauna. He was coming out of the sauna, trying uh, to sweat out them toxins. Man, man, it's just, it's it's crazy, man. But shit, you worth that much money? You talking shit about everybody online? You got to move different. You can't just be out here just working out willy nilly. You got enough money, allegedly. You should be having at your home gym. I mean, or out with security. Yeah. Right. Uh, so what, what was more alarming, him in a bubble coat 
or them short ass shorts he had on. Cause that wasn't just them wasn't regular short shorts. Them was like, hey, I ain't got nothing to wear. Give me your short <laughs> girlfriend type of shit. That was the track shorts they issued back in the late eighties. The bubble coat. If it was leg day, I could understand. He trying to see his legs. You know what I'm saying? He's that trying to see the a... gains. <laughs> I can understand it. Hilarious, man. Another quick hitter, man. Philadelphia will start paying pregnant women $1,000 a month. To qualify, pregnant women must, uh, household income must be less than $100,000 and live in a certain community. Dizzle, y'all moving to Philly to get that, get that G? Nah, man, because see, we only got a few more months left. If they would have told us this uh, uh, last year, it might be a different story, though. <laughs> we need to be living in one of those communities. What, what What's going on? Because uh, Dayton they, they ain't really getting them stimulus packages like that. When they going to hit us with that thousand? Man, never 30. Mm. Right. <laughs> and then never. what? San Francisco, black people get reparations? Like, What's going on with Dayton, man? We need something. Nigga, the cost of living in San Fran or shit, fucking just California in general is through the motherfucking roof. That money ain't going to do niggas no good. Right. That shit, you might be up, keep yourself afloat for a month or two, but shit, any, any re, anything they can send my way, I gladly take. Facts. Reparations over here, please. Master P announced a No Limit TV series is on the way. Y'all watching the Colonel of the Tank? I I might peek in because I haven't peeked in on this SWV Escape Show not one second. So, but the rapper, I might I might peek in. I don't know. I ain't pressed either way though. I'm gonna give one episode. We go from there because <laughs> the Wu Tang Show is pretty good. So yeah. it, it depends on how it's done. Is it two? Is it released on Tubi? Where is it coming out? Do we got? Right. Do we know. <laughs> Uh, we don't know yet. Uh, I, I'll say this. Um, we've all seen I Got the Hookup. Um, if this No Limit TV series is anything like that movie, I Got the Hookup from back in the day, I will not be watching. And I support Master P. I appreciate the things he does, you know, from rap snacks to the, the Snoopios and all that type of stuff. I salute him, man. You know what I'm saying? If we going to eat terrible, why not eat terrible from a black man? But yeah, the TV, show, the TV show. I like the little Romeo show when that was out. Hey, that ho, is on your watch me go. it's time for the Romeo show. That was, <laughs> that was my shit. That is of your era, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a hard pass for your boy. It's a hard pass. Bad Bunny, what's up with Bad Bunny? His uh, his his ex is suing him for. Forty million is that right? Forty million dollars over using an unauthorized voice memo. Jesus. Yeah. Damn. It's, it's almost like uh, I know this was years ago, but the M -M 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 Maybach music, like that girl sued over her use because that was oh. used. That was used without her permission. So it's the same same thing. It's like a little tagline that Bad Bunny used used in a few of his songs. Not sure if it was like it wasn't a whole album or whole mixtape, but a few of his songs got that tag. And as we all know, Bad Bunny's probably the biggest artist out right now. So yeah, he's gonna be out like WrestleMania too. So yeah, run run that forty mil. Damn, you know when you make it to the shop, you big time. Damn, that's a lot of money. Shop episode. <laughs> I need somebody to use my voice and 
on the island. So I can sue their ass, man. So they <laughs> so they growing chickens in labs and selling them in grocery stores. What's uh, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Are y'all big organic? shoppers do y'all look for the little label to make sure it's organic yes I, yeah i try to okay so we're gonna start seeing different kinds of labels they're gonna start saying like genetically lab i don't know if it's gonna say lab grown but there's gonna be some type of stamp that lets you know when it's not from a real chicken or from a real cow basically lab grown meat is gonna right. be on, on its way to grocery stores um, it's been deemed safe for human consumption. Sound like slimy is satisfying from the Lion King. Mm. <laughs> and the company's called Good Meat. Um, so they've already been selling their chicken uh, in different countries. It's already seen success in Singapore. Um, and the FDA gave it the green light to be sold in our grocery stores. So be on the lookout. You know it's going to be in the hood first. <laughs> You know that. That's now, I I would prefer not to eat that, but we we eat McDonald's. We that shit don't get mold on it. Like they've done studies, like McDonald's food does not grow mold. Like the French fries, the the hamburgers, like it doesn't grow mold. So that shit ain't real beef or mm-hmm. potatoes either. Yeah. Uh, they if you read a lot, they say we shouldn't be eating any meat at all. You know what I'm saying? They say it's bad for you, bad for your colon, yada yada yada. Uh, I would prefer not to eat it, but I wouldn't be surprised if I've been consuming it already. Facts. Yeah. That Popeye chicken sandwich, I, we knew that was something. That shit right. was on some serious Balco. <laughs> serious steroids, man. Uh, but it's real in the field, man. It's real in the field. What other uh, quick hitters what we got before we slide up out of here, man? Anything major? I can't uh, Jonathan Majors, ain't that his name? Oh, yeah. talk about it. Yeah, man. Uh, I don't know. We definitely got to wait till till more info comes out. Uh, but allegedly he was uh, picked up. Where is this at? Was this in L.A.? I'm trying to look for the article. In NYC. He arrested in NYC for uh, domestic violence, accused of strangling his girlfriend. So... Uh, as we all know, he been on a run. That nigga been getting it popping. I think this will be the quickest fall from grace <laughs> of all time. Yeah. Grand that opening, would, grand closing, bro. That would be terrible. Hopefully, it's, is it still rumor mill or are they? It's still rumor mill. Um, right now, he's denying it. Uh, a spokesperson of his said he has done no wrongdoings. Um, but Allegedly, it was a argument because another the his girlfriend saw another chick texting him, and the domestic violence allegedly ensues from there. What she expect? He naked on the magazine with Rose. <laughs> it would be grand opening, grand closing. That, that nigga was popping. You know what I'm saying? Popping. Look, look at this. Look at this run. It's all this. Look at this three year run. The Five Bloods. That's uh yeah, that's on Netflix. Good movie. Um, yeah. that is Chadwick Bozeman's one of his last movies. It got hella great reviews. Harder they fall, they brought great back, movie. yeah, a western, a black western, fire. Uh obviously Ant-Man and the Wasp. I mean, he's in the Marvel universe as the 
next big bad guy. So he's mm-hmm. gonna be in a lot more movies after that. And then obviously Creed Three. And then he's got more on the way. So like hell of a run that he's on right now on on the movie side. I hope for his sake, this ain't true. Uh, you know the people at Disney praying to the gods that this shit ain't true because the folks over there that deal with the DC comics had to deal with a similar situation with this for the actor that plays the Flash, and it was just a complete nightmare for them to deal with. So for his sake, I hope it's not true. And I mean, but if it is true, you gotta pay the price, bro. Mm-hmm. Disney gonna cut the core quick. They don't play. And this is on the hills. I know Disney. I know they got some some ties to uh, what's the football player? Mike was it Michael Irvin? They got cut from the Super Bowl coverage over allegations where uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. where yeah, later video I footage mean, showed like it was the, it, we didn't see what she was talking about, but right. Yeah, yeah. Um, Disney owns ESPN. He was a contractor over there at ESPN. The first take with uh with um Stephen A. So yeah, yeah. Like they don't hesitate, man. They don't hesitate. Like they can't have no bad PR, bro. Right. Yeah, we're gonna get some more info. Uh, like we said, it's is he was just arrested. What was this yesterday? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. So yeah, more info to come on that. No doubt. No doubt. Hey, Killer, uh, can you run down the, the the full list of songs we got nominated for the top 50? Yeah. Um, can y'all still hear me? I had to, yes, sir. Now, so I had to move off the camera. But uh, So for Dizzle week one, or the Dizzle full list, we got uh, Kendrick, we gonna be all right. Eminem, my name is Ice Cube, today was a good day. Nelly, Tip Drill, Meek Mill, Dreams and Nightmares, De La Soul, Me, Myself, and I. And then for week three, this will got Eminem Stan, Freeway, What We Do, and Tribe Called Quest Scenario. So those are my two Eminem songs. I don't think I got any more Eminem on my list. Nope, just those two. Kev got uh, Snoop, Murder Was the Case, Biggie, I Got a Story to Tell, Slick Rick, Children's Story, NWA, Fuck the Police, Clips, Grinding, Migos, Versace, and then Campolo, Lucini, a.k.a. This Is It, Puff and Mace, Can't Nobody Hold Me Down, and Busta, Put Your Hands Where My Eyes Can See. A lot of heat right there. And then I, for a week, or uh, for my list, uh, Biggie Juicy, Eric B and Rakim Paid in Full, Dr. Dre and Snoop, Nothing But a G Thing, Crush on You, Little Kim, uh, Master P, Make Him Say, uh, 50 Cent in the Club. My second Snoop, Down for My Niggas, T.I., Rubber Band Man, and uh, I Got Five on it, Loonies. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, a lot of heat. A lot of heat, man. We got seven more weeks of nominations, and then we get down to the nitty-gritty of thumbs up, see, thumbs down. I see 80% of that list we got right there making it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I think the dope part about it is it's three of us. So somebody's gonna have to determine the vote if it's gonna be making the list or not. So it ain't, it's not gonna be an even situation. So it's either gonna be all in or out. So yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see what era gets gets starts getting the stick, like starts getting cut because <laughs> it's, it's, it's gonna be a trending thing where it's like this era of music ain't strong enough to this era of music. So that's gonna be fun to break down. So. I'm surprised that none of y'all said uh, ain't nothing from the '70s on here. Is it? Or the 80s? Nah. Uh yeah, mm-hmm. uh Airbnb Rock Cam, that's from the eighties. Okay, okay. Uh so it, it's it's it'll be some nominations from the eighties. Yeah. 
a couple. For sure. For a couple. Sure. <laughs> but I, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna, it's about to get real, dog. It's about to get real. Y'all know I'm a hippie, hippie, hippie. Uh oh, we just waiting for that run on Soldier Boy from you. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know it's coming. There's I'm holding the tuck. I'm holding the Soldier Boy and Balrog run about to be crazy. <laughs> back to back weeks, three songs from each of them niggas. Like through, through the phone, I'm making the list, Dizzle. Y'all gonna be surprised because I ain't even gonna say it. We gonna wait. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there is another episode of You Can't Make This Up podcast. Kev Nash, DJ Killer Kev, Hey Dizzle. We out to next week. Peace.